0: So we have a, uh, we're not doing music tonight because I wanted to give a little extra time for some things that are going to happen. We're going to wrap up John um, chapters 19 through 21. Okay, that will, today if, if you read, if you kept up with the reading plan, today you finished up uh, the Gospel of John through the end of chapter 21 in your reading plan. Um, tonight I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap that up. We're going to talk a little bit more about um, why we're doing Amazing Race. And uh, not necessarily why we're, we chose that theme, but why we're doing this outreach. And then I want to spend the rest of the time giving the, the seniors who are graduating um, just some time to come up and share their heart with you guys. Um, and how, just how God is, what, what, whatever he's laid on, on their hearts to share about um, their experience here at Hype and, just, and what they have to challenge you guys with. So uh, I want to get going so we, can, so we can make sure that we have plenty of time for that. So if you have your Bibles... Um, I hope you do. You want to get into the habit of bringing your Bibles, okay? We will get into the Bible every single week, whether we're in an outreach or not. So it's a good habit to bring your Bibles. So bring your Bibles if you don't have one right now. There's not going to be anything up on the screen tonight, so just listen or or, uh, look on with your neighbor um, next to you. But um, chapters 18 through 21 may be the most, the four most significant chapters of the Book of John. Okay, I'm going to tell you why in a second. Um, if so, if you have your if you have your Bibles open them up to chapter, uh, actually to chapter twenty, to chapter twenty. Excuse me. Um, we'll spend some time in there. But eighteen to twenty-one, probably in my opinion, the four most significant chapters of John. The whole book itself, very very significant. It talks about uh, who Jesus is and his love for us. But if we don't have chapters eighteen through twenty-one then we don't have uh, Christianity, okay? Because 18 through 21 tells us about the, the death and the resurrection of, of Jesus Christ. It's what separates uh, uh, the Christian faith from all other faiths. See, um, Jesus died to take the punishment that we deserved for our sins, and then he rose from the dead three days later. That is, that is different than everything else, Okay? Um, Jesus' resurrection is significant in the life of a believer. Jesus said that he would rise from the dead, and, and he did what he said he would do. And so because of that, we can, um, we can be confident that he will uh, finish and complete all of the other promises that he uh, has spoken in his word. Okay, He rose from the dead. He rose himself from the dead. And so we can f- have full confidence that he will keep all of his promises. That's encouraging in the life of a believer. Um, like Aaron Lehman pointed out a few weeks ago, um, Jesus' resurrection proved that he was God. Listen, no man can, can raise himself from the dead. Do you know anybody that's done that? Anybody? Jesus, he's the only one that can raise himself from the dead, okay? Proving that he's not just man, he's also God. And so um, that's important to our faith. And that means uh, what's more than is that God uh, is in complete control of life and death. He's in complete control, and his kingdom will last forever, okay? Uh, And so the things that we go through in life as a a believer in Christ, we have hope in something uh, greater, in the resurrection of Jesus. And because he rose from the grave, that means that we will rise from the grave. And so we can take hope in that as well. We have assurance uh, we can be certain of our own resurrection because he was resurrected. And so death is not the finish line for any of us. We will all live eternally, however, okay? either with God in heaven or apart from God in hell. And those who put their faith in Christ and have turned from their sinful life in, in order to follow Jesus and obey his commands, and uh, they will spend eternity with him in heaven. Okay? If we live out our lives for the rest of our lives in obedience to him, Uh, a slave, the Bible says, as a slave to righteousness instead of a slave to sin, okay, we turn from our our sin and we don't live in that lifestyle anymore and we receive Jesus' forgiveness, Uh, we we acknowledge the fact that he died for us and we receive that and we live in that forgiveness and follow him, then we will spend eternity in heaven. When we die, we will be raised again uh, into heaven with him, okay, forever. Now, if uh, those who've chosen to turn from Jesus in order to follow and obey their, their own sinful natures, well, um, their, their, their eternity will not be spent with God. Their eternity will be spent in hell, away from God, apart from God. And they'll experience the full weight of his wrath and his judgment forever without end. Okay, In heaven, we experience the fullness of God's mercy and his grace and his forgiveness forever without end. In hell, there is no end to uh, the wrath of God and the judgment. The Bible's very clear on this, and so um, that is what the resurrection of Jesus causes us uh, to come to this this decision that we have to make. When we're faced with this, when we understand that he rose from the grave, um, that changes everything, and so we can't just overlook that. We have to deal with that in our own lives, okay? And so um, I want to challenge you guys that if you've read through this this, uh, gospel this summer, And you've come to this point, where are you at with the resurrection of Christ? Where are you at with the death of Christ and the resurrection of Christ? Have you received that? Do you understand what that means for you? And if not, I want to encourage you to go back and read through this whole thing again. It's worth it, okay? Um, It's the resurrection that makes all of the difference. If Jesus would have stayed in the grave, then we would have nothing new to believe in. Uh, We wouldn't have any eternity-changing power. In Christ, but because he rose from the grave, uh, he changed eternity forever, right? Okay, Um, so he rose from the dead, and we've been called to believe. So I want to read here just, um, I really want to challenge you guys to at least go back and read chapters 18 through 21. If you don't have context, uh, if you haven't read John at all, I want to encourage you to start from the beginning. But if you've read through some of it, you understand excuse me, most of it, I really want to challenge you guys to, to just slow down through 18 through 21 and read uh, this account because, man, I was going through this even today uh, again in review, and God was just revealing so much new stuff to me, okay? And I want to I focus here on verses 24. This is John chapter 20, verses 24 through, through um, 31. It says, Now Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. Jesus had died already and he, and he rose from the grave um, and, and now he's revealing himself to the disciples. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands, this is Thomas talking, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and I put my finger where the nails were and I put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and, and Thomas was with them. Uh, though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. So Jesus entered the room without um, the door being unlocked and opened. Okay, that's different, right? Um, Peace be with you, he said. And, and then, then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Uh, firsthand that Jesus had risen. To him, um, seeing is believing. Have you ever heard that phrase? Have you ever used that phrase? To Thomas, seeing was believing. He wanted to see the hard evidence that Jesus actually died and rose again. He wanted to physically stick his fingers in the holes in Jesus' hands and and touch his side where he was pierced. Um, and, And so he did that and he believed. But to Jesus, Jesus says, no, believing is seeing. Okay? There's a big difference there. Believing is seeing. Verse 29, he says, Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. But then what does he say? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. You see, we don't have to be there in person. Just because this happened 2,000 years ago does not mean that it's right in front of us right now. Or does not mean that it's not right in front of us right now. Okay? Um, uh, we, ha- we, don't have, we don't have to see the physical evidence in order to believe. We have plenty of evidence through God's word, okay? And, and through the testimony of John and, and Luke and Matthew and Mark and many other believers who have passed this down through generation after generation after generation, this gospel, this good news of Jesus Christ. We have it. We have the information we need, and, and so we don't have to see it, and yet we've been provided with enough um. Enough information that we can put our faith and our, and our trust in Jesus because of it, okay? We can believe, and then in the midst of that believing, God reveals more and more and more uh, of who he is to us, okay? So verses 30 and 31, um, I want to read that again. Jesus, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. You see, even that right there is, is basically saying, look, you have enough, uh, He did so much. It says at the end of John 21, he says, um, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. You could go on and on and on about what Jesus did, but the main thing that we need to understand is what he did on the cross and then when he rose from the grave. Okay? All the miracles and all of those things tell us more about who he is But the thing that that tells us the most is what he did for us on the cross. He rose from the grave under his own authority because he's God. He died for our sins. He rose from the grave so that we could have eternal life if we choose to follow him, to put our hope and our faith and our trust in him if we stop doubting and believe. Right? Um, So chapter 21 then is... um, I just want to summarize this chapter for you. Um, It's the third and final time that Jesus uh, appears to these uh, disciples here. And then um, they're fishing. And and, uh, he calls out to them and and says, hey, come to me. Um, It's early in the morning. They're fishing. He says, hey, have you found any fish yet? They say no. And and, uh, he says, throw your nets on the right side of the boat. And they're fishermen, and they're like, well, we've been fishing all night, you know, and okay, but we'll do this because you said so. They do, and they, they catch this huge net full of fish. It says 153 fish, large fish, okay? Uh, and then they realize that it's Jesus. He calls them ashore, and he has fish and loaves for them for breakfast. And then after breakfast, he has a conversation with Peter, and, he, and you, if, you, if you read, um, you'll know that Peter had denied Jesus three times. Um, when Jesus was being led away to, to be crucified, Peter denied knowing Christ three times. And so Jesus has this, this um, a conversation with Peter, and he asks Peter three times, Peter, do you love me? Peter says yes, all three times. And Jesus says uh, phrases like, feed my sheep, um, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, take care of my sheep, Okay? And, and so I was reading through this, and, and, and this, was really, this really struck me today um, because it's some familiar things that I've heard uh, through, the, through the rest of the gospel and through some of the other gospel accounts, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, okay? Um, this miraculous catch of fish, there's another uh, a story of a, of a miraculous catch of fish in Luke 5 where um, basically the same thing happens. Um, the fishermen haven't caught anything. Uh, Jesus tells them to put their nets out a little deeper, um, and, and they haul in two boatloads full of fish, so much so that the boats begin to sink, okay? And in that account, then, when they get to the shore, Jesus basically says, do not be afraid. I will make you um, catch men from now on instead of fish, okay? In, in, um, in Mark 1:17, he says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And then uh, in Luke nine thirteen. This is the account uh, of the feeding of the five thousand uh, with fish and loaves. Okay, five loaves of bread, two fish, and, and he he hands the five loaves of bread and the two fish. He gives them to the disciples and tells them to feed them. He says in, in Luke nine thirteen, "You give them something to eat." Okay, uh, and so then John twenty one we see these we see fish and loaves for breakfast again, and then we see Jesus' conversation with Peter saying, "Feed my sheep." Okay? And so for me, I, I can't help but think back to the to um, the imagery of of when he first called them to follow him and changed uh, what they were going to do with the rest of their lives this this um, this beginning of, hey, fishing is not your occupation anymore it's winning men for my kingdom And so you see this in here when Jesus uh, sort of reinstates Peter with with these three questions. And he's saying, feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. Feed my lambs. Uh, he's reminding them of the calling that, they've been, that they've, he's placed in their lives. To go catch men for my kingdom. To go win the souls of men for me. To go um, and bring the bread of life, Jesus Christ, to those who hunger and thirst and need it. Okay? And, and he's sending them out to do that, in the same way that he handed them the fish and the loaves, said, "Feed my sheep," uh, or "You feed the people." He's he's reminding them that listen, you have a ministry. Now, of going out to reach people, and so for the believer who reads chapter twenty-one, it could serve then as a reminder uh, to us of the ministry that's been given to all believers to take the good news of Jesus Christ around uh, to those around them and to catch men. For his kingdom. Okay, and so I think this is actually, it worked out so perfectly as a great transition then into our outreach that starts next week. Okay, Sunday night is the kickoff or Sunday afternoon is the kickoff. Um, the information's on that card. If you don't have one, you need to get that information, okay, for that. Um, but it, 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 it's such a great transition for that because this is what our outreach is for it's to, it's to catch men, okay? students, girls and boys, but men, the, the general phrase, okay, it's to reach people with the love of Jesus Christ. It's to feed them. It's to take them the good news, the word, to testify in the same way that John testified and, and, and says, uh, this is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. We have a testimony to share If you're a believer in Christ, you have a testimony to share with someone else about the good news of Jesus Christ and to offer that to them, okay? And so over these next nine weeks, we're going to have the opportunity to do that. And now I want you guys to know right now that the goal of Amazing Race is not simply to invite your friends to hype, okay? We want you to invite them and we want you to bring them here. Um, But listen, the goal is to tell them about Jesus. Amen? Right? The goal is not to just get them here. It's to tell them about Jesus. And we want you guys to, to engage in that because you are the ones that go to school with them. You are the ones that know them, or, are friends with them, and, and, and have relationships with them. Now, we'll tell them about Jesus, and we'll love on them while they're here, but you're going to see them every day, and they're going to see you. And they're going to watch the way you live. And so if you're a believer, you're going to then, uh, hopefully, you're going to live in a way that's pleasing to God and, and, and sends uh, the message of the good news outward to those who need to hear it. Okay? So I'm excited about these next nine weeks. I'm excited about what's, what's coming up. Amazing Race is just a theme, it's just an excuse for a relationship. Okay? It's an excuse for you guys to, to invite your friends to something non threatening uh, and, then, and then live out your life in Christ in front of them. Okay? So, are you excited about it? Are you, are you nervous about it? It's okay if you are. But listen, if you're a believer in here, you have a ministry that's been given to you from Jesus, and you have the power of the Holy Spirit to spread that and to share that, okay? Um, we just spent the whole summer reading through the gospel of Jesus according to, to John, and now it's time for you to witness to the good news of Jesus Christ. We're going to end with this video, and then we'll we'll go into the senior sharing time. Okay. Are you ready? Are you guys? Yeah. Wendy's ready. Listen, listen. It's your turn. Okay? It's your turn to share the good news of Jesus with those around you that need it. They need it. There are people in your class, there are students, there are friends, there's teachers, maybe even some of your parents uh, or uh, family members who are literally dying because they don't know or haven't uh, received the grace and forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And if you have that, then, then uh, you are in disobedience to God if you do not share that with others. Do you know that? Here's our theme verse. 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. I want to read the rest of this real quick to you. Verses 25 uh, through 27. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and I make it a slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. God has work for you to do, and that is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with those around you. Are you ready? It's your time. It's your turn, okay? Invite your friends, but don't just sit there Engage them. Show them the love of Jesus through your life. Amen? Amen. Amen? All right. We're going to spend the rest of our time tonight. Um, I, want to, I want to just give our graduating seniors some time to share. And um, Connor, are you ready? You start first. Now, listen. Um, do you want to stand or do you just want to hold the mic? make it taller. Here, just hold it. Um, Okay. I don't want to take up all their time, but listen, Connor got invited to an outreach once and he hasn't left since until now we have to kick him out because he's too old. Okay. But listen, he is a living, breathing, walking um, testimony of what this outreach can do and how it can change a life. So, Connor, I just want to give you some time you can share. Everybody say, hey, Connor. Hey, Connor. Okay. Here,
1: here, here, right there. Okay. All right. So, like you said, I came here during Survivor, which was like a little over, a little under three years ago, I think. And back then, Nick was a whole lot bigger. <laughs> but look at him now. I'm glad he's thinned up a bit still can't compete with us young guys, but it's okay, Nick. But um, no, I mean, when I first came here, it was, it was different. I was at a youth group beforehand, and it just, in my opinion, it was boring. It, was, it wasn't really, you know, something that really got me sparked and wanting to know more about Jesus. And now, then I got, came to hype, and it was like every time I came, there was something that made me want to keep coming back and wanting to know God more. And since I've came to Hype, I've I gave my life to Christ. I've gotten baptized. I've been on three mission trips. Yeah. Yeah. Those are Those are five things I probably never would have saw myself doing without being here. And, in my, and I wish back then I would have been you know, a better student in the Word. Because now that I want to be in it more... I just don't have that structure like I want to, but I'm going to. But what I want to leave with you people coming in is even when sports get in the way and even when everything starts tumbling up, just remember God's always there and so is hype. All
0: right, Sarah, where you at? Is Wendy going to go? Okay. All right. Everybody say, hey Wendy.
2: hey, Wendy. Hi. The weird thing is I'm nervous to be up here, which isn't really common to happen. And I just want to tell you I have a lot to say, so bear with me. Um, and I'm going to try not to cry. Um, uh, if we start from the beginning, I, I have been here since I was in seventh grade. And that was when hype just pe- started coming. Uh, when I came, I was the only seventh grader and it was all high schoolers and it was very intimidating. There was maybe 13, maybe a little bit more 13 and we were crowded in the old ministry center and like coming in there, it was, it was something that I've never experienced before. Cause I was just, I felt like a little girl and like, it's such a big world and, uh, I came in there with a very closed mind. Like I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is the right place for me. I just feel so out of place. But with my mom, uh, she made me keep on coming back. And I'm so glad that she did. Um, Hype has done so much for me. And uh, God has used Hype to move in my life so much. Um, one, one way he's, uh, he's really moved through me was through the first outreach that we did which did happen to be Amazing Race. And it was by far one of the most moving uh, outreaches that I've been to. And uh, I got to recommit my life there. And uh, then is when I started. Um, God put the idea of having uh, worship be a part of one of my spiritual gifts. And that's when I uh, started thinking, I think I could, that could be the way that God uses me to, so I could praise him. And so uh, also with with the mission, or with the outreach coming up, I totally, I'm so excited for you guys. And even though I'm not going to be a, a part of it, I'm so, set, like, I'm sad that I'm going to be, I'm not going to be a part of it. But I encourage you to invite your friends. Uh, I got to invite a lot of my friends. And I've seen some of my friends uh, come to Christ through the outreach. And it's the coolest thing that uh, I can see as a friend is uh, not, or seeing the people that are closest to me, be able to walk with me in Christ. Um, also, uh, so I've, with Hype, I realized that my best friends came out of here. Yes, I've had many friends at school uh, and I've met really interesting people at school, but at the end of the day, I know I could always count on the, um, the people at Hype to be my best friends and that I could tell anything that I was on my mind to them. So I encourage you, um, not to, to just come, but to also invite people and also really stay connected with each other. Um, like don't just hang out at Hype, go out, have Bible studies together. I know many groups from, um, from Hype that have Bible studies together. Um, sorry, I have so much on my mind. Um, if it's not even, if it's not even, uh, a time about God. Go go out to lunch. Just in, uh, sorry. Just get to know each other. It's it's such a gr- great way to um, be able to. That it's a good way to that God can show us that we can uh, not just walk our faith by ourselves, but um, walk with Him and with our friends. Um, I know I have lots to say. Um, another thing is I there's a lot of things I want to encourage you with, and that was half of it. I encourage you to bring your Bibles. I know at first, I didn't bring my Bible ever to youth group, and I, I noticed in that time period that uh, I was more distant from God, and so I got, once I started doing worship more, I started bringing my Bible more, and I realized I was in the Bible more, and I got to get closer to God, and so Bringing it, like, it may be like, oh, bring your Bible to church. Oh, do that every week. But I seriously encourage you to bring your Bible. Uh, I, I find that what not a little thing, but I, I find that that should be a big thing and a big part of uh, coming to uh, church on Wednesday nights. Um, um, sorry, nervous. Uh, can I tell you a Jesus story that happened the other day? Yeah. And I'm really excited. I told Lydia this at the beginning of uh, Hype, and uh, it just gives me the chills talking about it. Um, Well, obviously, I started college uh, two two days ago, and I go to a cosmetology school. And that, for those who don't know, it's uh, like a hair and beauty and nails and all that girly stuff. Um, And, like, obviously being in an all-girl setting there's obviously going to be lots of gossip, and it's only been two days, and there's already been gossip going on, and uh, the majority of the people around me smoke. They um, drop cuss words nonstop, and uh, it's just not a very good environment, and I've asked so many people to pray for me um, about uh, just like my walk in Christ during college, because I know it was tough, and I was really, really afraid that I'd be walking college, even though I have, like, you guys all out there, and I have my parents and people from church, uh, helping me walk in my, uh, uh, faith in Christ. I was afraid that I would be in college, uh, eight and a half hours a day, walking it by myself, and that just scared the poo out of me. Uh, So, uh, I recently met this girl, and her name is Ashley, and, uh, I saw her at, like, an orientation. I kind of sat by her, and I was like, oh, hey, I'm Wendy, like the normal, traditional, I don't know you, but I, I guess I'll stick with you type of person. And after the first day or sc- er, it was the, no, it was the morning before school. I was like, I don't want to start any bad relationships. I don't want to get into the drink, I don't want to get into any of that. So I had a plan. That day, before I left school, I'd go up to her, and I'd, I'd say, hey, um, I don't get into the drinking, I don't want to get into any of that partying stuff, like it's okay Um, if you do that, I encourage you not to, but that's not the way, how I live and I'm a Christian and I don't want uh, to go into those bad roads. Before before that even happened, uh, we got into this like small conversation at lunch and it was just me and her at the lunch, in the lunchroom, which was really strange actually, but, um, so she was asking me personal questions and uh, I asked her if she had a boyfriend or anything, and she's like, oh, yeah, I have a boyfriend, and he's going to Lincoln Christian College. And I was like, oh, really cool. That's, like, what, do you, what is he studying? And he's like, oh, he's, he's planning on being a pastor, and he wants to do youth ministry. And I was like, huh, interesting. And I was like, oh, so, so do, you, do you go to church or anything? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really strong in my faith, and uh, me and my boyfriend enjoy going to church, and we go to a college group, and Uh, He's having a hard time leaving his uh, youth group because he was really involved with that. And that just uh, sparked up an awesome uh, conversation, just me and her talking about Christ. And the whole time I had a smile on my face because I I knew God was watching over me. (laughs) And I'm so glad that I don't have to do that walk alone in college. I'm sorry. (laughs) And with that, I've had so many good opportunities just in these past two days to talk about Christ with her and how we can encourage each other um, through this very difficult walk through college. And I know that I don't have to do it alone. And also, I hate asking people to pray for me, but um, I just encourage you to um, pray for me and Ashley as we walk through uh, this journey that we're going through and that. Um, Even though it might be a hard atmosphere to like preach the good news about Jesus, because there's so many uh, negative things there, uh, but that we just find those little doors that we can open that will spark a conversation like uh, what happened with me and Ashley. So that's just another thing, (laughs) which is awesome. Um, I don't know. I had so much to say and now I'm at a loss for words. But, yeah, I love you guys so much, and I am so sad to be leaving you guys because you guys have helped me. You may not even know it, but you guys have helped me so much in my walk with Christ. And I want to thank the leaders so much. And I think, actually, you guys should give them a round of applause because they put so much time and so much effort. And uh, God has worked through them to work uh, through through me and through all of us, and uh, uh, they, they don't have to be here, and that's what I find amazing is God laid on their hearts that they could be here and teach us and make us disciples so we can make more disciples, um, so I'll stop rambling so Sarah can talk, but thank you guys. I'm going to miss all of you guys a ton.
0: I say hey Sarah. Hey, Sarah. hey Sarah.
3: All right. Well, um, I started to go to hype. Um, a while ago, probably I'd say a year after Wendy started going and what was interesting is that when I started going I wasn't really I wasn't really into it for the right reasons you know like I it's a fun place, I I bet you guys can agree it's a fun place to you know be with your friends and just have a good time on a weekday but so that was probably the first year of me going to Hyperly and then uh, for some reason, a year after that, I just started to really dig into the real reason of being there, and that was for God. And um, still, I wasn't—I uh, wasn't really involved with with hype at all. I just kind of went there and did what you're supposed to do, you know, and then leave. But uh, I think I have Eric to thank because he asked Wendy and Danielle Hodel and I to be on the worship team, which freaked me out uh, because I don't like doing all that stuff. And so it was an interesting ride, but that definitely got me out of my shell, I think. And just kind of like, it was just the beginning of my involvement with hype. And so during that time and after that time of me being on the worship team, uh I went to I went on three mission trips as well. I went to Mississippi and we just got baptized there. With, with all the sharks. Uh inside joke. Anyway. And I yeah, and then I went to Uh, Mission Purit, and then back to Mississippi this past year. But, um, yeah, during my time here, I have, like I just said, got baptized, um, gone on missions trips. I also regave my life to Christ. Um, Just some really cool stuff that happened. Uh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, my head's kind of going crazy right now. I don't know why, but I think someone hit me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I also want to, as much as I want to thank the leaders for guiding me and helping me through these past years, I also do want to thank all of you guys too because, like Wendy said, you guys have helped me grow and helped me learn so many things, and um, I just, I know that, sorry, I know that God put you in my life for a reason, and I can see that, and it's really awesome, and it's also awesome, this is what I was going to say, it's really cool that I can sit here and I can look back on when I first started going here to now, and, you know, people come up to you and say, like, oh, you've grown so much, or, oh, I can see how God's working in your life. And that's true, but when you can see it for yourself, it's, it's awesome, and it's a good, like, encouragement to yourself, you know, without you're not even doing anything. You're just kind of thinking about it. And So that's really awesome, something I wanted to share with you guys. Um, but, yeah, I think I had a lot more than that. It's on a piece of paper back there should have grabbed that, but I want to thank all the leaders, because they're pretty sweet, and uh, girls, if you ever need boy advice, I'd go to Craig Swanson, oh, Don't go to Craig Swanson. he's right there, with his lovely wife, um, he has a lot of wisdom, and I used to call it advice, but now I call it wisdom, because <laughs> it's true, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I don't really, it's kind of hard to to be leaving this place, but that's why I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say goodbye to you guys, because I don't think that this really is goodbye, you know, like I'm leaving hype, but I'm not leaving our friendship, I'm not leaving you guys in general, I'm just leaving this building on Wednesday nights, you know, and so I just wanted like, I'm not leaving your life at all. I just want to make that clear um, to some of you guys. But I I believe that the friendships that I've made here and built here are eternal because the core of those friendships and relationships are Jesus Christ. And that's pretty awesome because those are the best friendships you can have. And um, so yeah, I, I, I don't see this as goodbye. I, just, I see it as goodbye hype, but I don't see it goodbye students and leaders, because I'll still be around, don't worry. Um, so yeah, that's about it. And yeah.
0: Hey, Wendy and Connor, can you guys come back up real quick? I just want to close our time out. Would there be a, a hype leader that would maybe want to come up and pray for these guys? If not, I will. But, um, Pastor Nick, I'm I'm hearing Pastor Nick. Are are there before? I want to just make sure that anybody else senior wise uh, that hasn't shared yet. I know we have at least one more in here, but if if you want to, you can. If not, you good. Um, but yes, you can come up too. We're not gonna. We're not. We won't make you talk. But, but this is for you too. Everybody say, "Hey, David." Hey David. Hey David. Um, what? Here, okay. And back in May, we, on Sunday mornings, when uh, on a Sunday morning when we did the senior goodbye, um, like the fake. Goodbye, I guess, Sunday morning, because you were still here all summer. I read this verse, and this verse is still true because it's God's word, okay? So I'm not going to try and come up with anything new, but I just want to encourage you guys with this, and then I'll let Nick pray for you, okay? Uh, this is Colossians 2, 6. It says, so then, and 7, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. I am overflowing with thankfulness right now because of you guys and the way uh, I have seen God grow you and, and strengthen you in the faith. Uh, my heart is so encouraged by what you guys have shared tonight and, and it hurts at the same time because uh, we are in a sense losing you guys, but I'm so thankful um, that you're not quitting Crosspoint, and, and that uh, we will be able to, <laughs> except for Sarah maybe, um, and, and that we will be able to continue to grow together um, in Christ. And, and that's what it's about. It's not, you're not leaving the body of Christ. And so you can stay rooted in Jesus. You can stay rooted in the church. Uh, you, can, you can meet new people wherever you go and find other believers who are rooted in Christ and walk with them. Because you have uh, been, uh, you have a solid foundation in Jesus now. I'm so, so proud of you guys. And I love you guys very, very much. And uh, I'm so thankful for the leadership that you have had here in Hype. And it will be missed. It really will be. So, guys, if you can just, um, I know this might feel a little weird, um, but if you can just kind of s- stick your hand out towards them, and, and we're just going to pray for them. And, uh, and let uh, Nick just close us tonight, okay? Yeah.
3: Okay. I also didn't say that I'd pray for you guys, but I definitely will. But this is kind of my prayer for you guys. It's the second half of this. Uh, Levit- Sorry. Leviticus nineteen. 18, uh, oh, well, this is a different version, but Mike, Mike, says, the second part says, uh, love your neighbor, wait, yeah, love your neighbor, no, that's a whole different Bible study that I was doing, sorry, (laughs) uh, Don't let anybody look down on you because you're young.
2: Jeremiah 29, yeah. 29, 11.
3: What? <laughs> 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 another. Word. No, why am I in Leviticus?
2: <laughs> What's wrong with me, though?
3: <laughs> no, this is not, that's not what I was... Jeremiah
2: 29:11 is... No, it's... 11.
3: Don't let anybody look down on you because you're young. But set an example for believers in... Conduct, speech, faith, purity. That's my prayer for you. Maybe, maybe pray for me too. I don't know.
0: We will pray that you remain rooted in the word. All right. Let's pray. Just as a side note, you guys are the first
1: group of seniors that I've gotten to know, and uh, you will be missed. So... Father, we're just thankful for these four up on stage with us. We just ask that you continue to guide their paths and keep them close to you. We just ask that you uh, help us to lean into them when we get the opportunity to still see them. And we just ask that you be with us as we leave here tonight.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. Listen. You guys, what we do here has eternal significance. Okay? The next nine weeks are not just uh, about coming and having fun and playing some games. It's about reaching the lost for Jesus Christ. Amen? Think of names. You have people in your life who need to hear it. Invite them. Come on Sunday. Come on Wednesday. And bring your Bibles. We're going to get into them. Amen? All right. Have a good week.